This is Baikonur Control calling Vostok 7. Do you read? I repeat, this is Baikonur Control calling Vostok 7. Why isn't she responding? I don't know. Weather interference, radiation from the Van Allen belt, could, could be anything. We're stumbling blindly into the dark side of this the moon. This is Colonel receiving you loud and clear. Oh, what's your status? All systems functioning normally. Is that you, Larissa? Yes. You gave me quite a fright and dragged me out of bed. How are you feeling? I feel fine. Very fine. Heart rate 110. I'm a little nervous, I think. That's just to be expected. Prepare to make lunar orbit insertion burn in 12 minutes from now. 12 minutes, check. You have two minutes until radio silence. When you become the first person ever to set eyes on the far side of the moon. Looking forward to getting some peace and quiet. Do you have a visual on the lunar surface yet? Not yet. It is just black outside, like the nights back in Irkutsk. You should be flying into daylight side in just over a minute. Don't forget to take some photographs for us. Please commence final system check. Commencing system check. This is an historic day, Miss Petrov. The latest in a long line of Soviet achievements. After Laika, the first animal in space, Yuri Gagarin, the first man in space, and Valentina Tereshkova, the first woman, now the first human being to orbit the moon. Cosmonaut Marinka Talanov, on November the 10th, 1963. Another propaganda victory for Comrade Khrushchev. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that, Miss Petrov. I have malfunction on capsule life support. I repeat, malfunction. System shutdown. What? What sort of malfunction? Marinka! no good. We've lost her. Is she dead? We have no way of knowing. And not for another 45 minutes. The capsule has now passed behind the moon. Colder outside. Mm, yes. The circuit that maintains the TARDIS's temperature appears to have um, stopped working. Thanks, Doctor. If you hadn't told me, however would I have guessed? Sarcasm will hardly improve our predicament, Perry. So why haven't you just replaced this circuit? Oh, no. Don't tell me. You don't have a replacement. Not as such, no. Oh, I should have learnt my lesson last time. Last time? This has happened before. Once before, yes. <gasps> so what did you do that time? Oh, um, well, as I recall, I spent several months traveling across China with Marco Polo. So, not a lot of help to us now. <laughs> no. But given time and suitable facilities, I should be able to effect a repair. Good luck finding an electrical store, because in case you hadn't noticed, we're standing in the middle of a desert. Yes. I take your point. <sighs> Where are we, anyway? Looks like Nevada or Colorado. Not sure. 
Unfortunately, the TARDIS's navigational systems are um, <clears throat> also dependent upon this circuit. You mean we can't leave? I'm afraid not. Right. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going back inside. See if there's anything I can burn to keep warm. Yes, that might be... Oh, wait, Perry. What? Over there. Lights. Now, where do I keep my telescope? With my other coat? No. Aha. What is it? A car. About a mile away. Jeep. It appears to have crashed. But if the headlights are still on, it, it must have only just happened. There might be injured people inside. Precisely. And we can hardly leave them out here to freeze to death. Come on, Perry. We're needed. I don't get it. Why did it crash into a ditch on an empty straight road with nothing else for miles around? I don't think it did. Well, not with any force, at least. The bonnet hasn't buckled, nor have the bumpers. The bumpers? Oh, you mean the fenders. Oh, yes. The fenders. <clears throat> Doors jammed. Give me a moment. <gasps> Is he dead? I'm afraid so. And the woman in the passenger seat, too. They've been shot. Indeed. Perry, can you take a look in the back while I try to find out who these people were? If you insist. Oh, my. There's another woman here. Well, she's about my age, or, or was. She, she, she's been shot, too. Wearing a military uniform with a hammer and sickle. She's Russian. Or Soviet, at least. According to their identity papers, these people were Dr. Kristina Pushkin and Dr. Grigory Kalashnikov. Kalashnikov? Like the rifles? Like the rifles. He was an astrophysicist born in 1919. She was a physician born in 1940. What about your woman? I don't know. She doesn't seem to have any ID on her. It's a bit hard to tell in this light. Yes, it is getting dark, isn't it? It'll be night soon. Oh, well. Needs must. Doctor, what are you doing? Taking their coats. They no longer have any need of them, whereas they may prevent us from developing hypothermia. Are you sure that's wise? We can always get some more clothes back in the... Oh. Yes, but the TARDIS is a mile away. And if we are where I think we are, then night falls very quickly. Doctor. Hmm? Yes? Some sticks of dynamite covered in wires making a ticking noise that would probably be a bomb, wouldn't it? Yes. It's under one of the seats, and the clock says there's about 20 seconds left. Perry, get out of there now! You don't have to tell me twice! Can you defuse it? Not in this light. There's no time. We have to run! Run! Back to the TARDIS! Just as far away as we can! We don't have any... Perry, uh, are you all right? Gray's knees are basically fine. Oh. You? Oh, you know me. I'm indestructible. Here, take this coat. Play up. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Why plant a bomb if everyone in the car was already dead? I think their intention was to remove any evidence of foul play. Right. To make it look like they were killed in the crash. Yeah, precisely. And now there's nothing left to suggest otherwise. 
Just three thoroughly cremated corpses. There were nearly five. Yes. And nothing piques my curiosity like a brush with death. Oh, don't tell me. You want to find out who did this and bring them to justice? Don't you? Sure. We can do it first thing tomorrow. But in the meantime, how about we get back to the TARDIS and... No time for that, Perry. Look, someone's coming. Captain, this is Sergeant Kurakin reporting over. I hear you, Sergeant. What is it? Over. Sir, I'm on the Kizalorda Road and there's a plume of smoke. It is a Gaz 69 on fire. Over. Any sign of its occupants? Over. No. They must have been killed in... No, wait. I can see two of them. They're alive. Over. Then bring them in, Sergeant. Out. You all right out there? Hello. Yes. I wonder if you could help us. That's all right. We've been expecting you. Get in. What? In the back. Well, unless you want to die of exposure. It gets chilly out here on the step. Low as minus 40 some nights. Then we're very fortunate you found us. Yes. Ah. This has really been our lucky night. <laughs> what happened to you? Oh, we swerved to avoid another vehicle on the road and, well, you can guess the rest. There was no one else in the car? No, just the two of us. You said we were expected. Oh, that's why Captain Kozlov sent me out here, to find you, when you didn't arrive on schedule. Of course, yes. I'm very glad you found us, um, Sergeant... Kirakin. Sergeant Leonid Kirakin. You have no other belongings? No, I'm afraid we only have the clothes we're wearing. Everything else was destroyed in the fire. Then there is no point in us remaining here. How long do you think until we get there? To the Cosmodrome? Oh, about half an hour. Maybe give you a few glasses of Stolly to warm you up, eh? Sounds great. Doctor, what the hell are we doing pretending to be... Who was it? Dr. Kalashnikov and Dr. Pushkin? Staying alive. We have their identity papers. Everything we need to prove we are who we say we are. Yes. And what if we meet someone who knew the real Kalashnikov and Pushkin? Yeah, that paper's a small problem, I admit. A small problem? We're in Soviet Russia. If they find out where I'm from, they'll have me shot. Then I recommend you don't tell them. And this isn't Soviet Russia. It isn't? And where the hell are we? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan? Hey, what are you two muttering about back there? Oh, we were just talking about your country. What a beautiful place it is. It's not my country. Ah. I'm Kirov, born and bred. I wouldn't spend a single second in this dump if I didn't have to. If Talanov is dead, you know who will be held responsible, Miss Petrov. At the moment, I'm rather more concerned for the well-being of my cosmonaut than my career. If she has died, then I'm sure you will make sure no one ever learns about it. Excuse me, General Leonov. Yes, Captain. The two scientists from Moscow have arrived. What scientists? I ask for no scientists. Not my idea, Miss Petrov. They were sent here on the orders of the Presidium to share their specialist knowledge. Captain, have them brought here without delay. We may soon be in need of their assistance. Nearly there. I've been ordered to take you straight back to Mission Control. Excellent news. Looking forward to it. Mission Control? What is this, the Soviet Cape Canaveral? Well, more or less. If I know my history, as I invariably do, this is the Baikonur Cosmodrome, a town built in the middle of the Kazakh steppe. Modeled on downtown Detroit, by the look of it. Mm, as well. 
probably looks less foreboding during daylight. You think? Doctor, that guy you found, how old was he? Mm, Mid-40s, right? Born in 1919, which makes it the mid-60s. Mm-hmm. The height of the Cold War. So? So, right now, this is one of the most high-security, not to mention dangerous, places on the planet. Particularly for someone of my personal circumstances. And you should be grateful, Christina, for a chance to see how the other half lives. Capsule emerging from Moonshadow. Now. This is Baikonur Control calling Vostok 7. Do you read? I repeat, this is Baikonur Control calling Vostok 7. Nothing. We've lost her. You've lost her. I'm not giving up yet. Check transceiver feedback. Transceiver feedback established. What does that mean? It means she can hear us even if we can't hear her. This is Baikonur Control calling Vostok 7. Do you read? Marinka? Ah, this would this be Baikonur mission control. control Vostok 7. Do Fascinating. You read? Sir. The two scientists from Moscow. Thank you, Captain Kozlov. Welcome, comrades. I am General Leonov, commanding officer of the Cosmodrome. Pleased to meet you, General. I understand you had some difficulty on your journey. Oh, never mind that. By the look of it, you're having trouble regaining contact with one of your space capsules, am I right? You are correct. Allow me to introduce Miss Larissa Petrov, our chief scientist. General, this is hardly the time. I'm in the middle of a very delicate operation. These are the scientists sent by the Presidium. Dr. Grigory Kalashnikov and Dr. Kristina Pushkin. You're Dr. Kalashnikov and Dr. Pushkin? Yes. Why, is there some problem with that? Uh, no. No, of course not. What could be more helpful than having two scientists I've never heard of interrupting my work? What indeed? Tell me, how long has it been since you last made contact with your cosmonaut? Fifty minutes. The capsule has passed behind the moon, you see. Has it really? How very impressive. And just before we lost contact with her, Cosmonaut Talanov reported a fault with the life support system. I see. And now she's not answering her radio. Oh, that's right. But we have transceiver feedback. So... so you know you're getting through. Then I suggest you give your cosmonaut a wake-up call. What do you mean? I'll disengage the filter and amplify the signal oscillation to create a burst of feedback. As loud and high-pitched as possible. It's worth a try. Hmm. Amplify signal oscillation. What is it? Where are you? She's alive! It seems this is your lucky day, Miss Petra. For all of us. Cosmonaut Talanov, what's your status? Report. Who is this? Who are you? This is Baikonur Control. Are you all right? I do not understand. I can't see you. Where are you? You reported a fault with the life support. Please give details. I do not understand. Where am I? What am I doing here? It's all right, Marinka. You're safe. Please try to stay calm. Marinka? Who is Marinka? Who are you? No! I don't know who you are! But you have to let me out of here! Please let me out of here! Where am I? 
matter with her? You don't know? I thought you were supposed to be the expert. I was consulting my colleague, Dr. Kalashnikov. Some sort of stress-induced dissociative disorder, perhaps? Yes, that's what I thought. Short-term memory loss, probably the result of latent claustrophobia. Or brain damage. If there was a problem with the life support and she suffered cerebral hypoxia. That seems more likely. Cosmonaut Talanov was extensively tested. She is not claustrophobic. Help me! Please! Let me out! Let me out! Well, she is now. May I? Hello, this is the doctor. A friend who wants to help. You will let me out of here. As soon as I can, but I need you to help me first. No, let me out first. Let me out now. She's not even aware that she's floating in space. Listen to me. I need you to tell me who you are. What's your name? You have to calm down. Breathe slowly. Can you do that for me? Yes. I breathe slowly. That's good. Good. Now, just relax. Keep calm and everything will be all right. Miss Petrov, General Leonov, we have to bring her back to Earth right now. Right now? She's 350,000 kilometers out. It will take at least three days for her to return home. Yes. That's a very long time. Miss Pushkin, mind if I join you? No, not at all. Uh, Sergeant Kurakin, isn't it? Leonid, please. Call me Leonid. Only if you call me Christina. Christina? Your quarters. They're comfortable? Yeah, fine, thanks. Real home from home. Uh, Dr. Kalashnikov, he's also comfortable? I wouldn't know. I've barely seen him these last three days. He spent most of it holed up with Miss Petrov. You don't mind? Him spending all his time with another woman? Why should I mind? Wait. You're fishing, aren't you? Fishing? Trying to find out if the doctor and me are a couple. Well... Are you? No, he's not my type. And the doctor, well, I'm definitely not his type. He's more interested in his work. And you, are you also married to your work? No, I'm not married to my work or anyone else. What about you? Do you have a girl back in Kirov? Uh, no, no, just my parents. Where are you from? Your accent suggests you're not from Russia. No? Where does it suggest I come from? Somewhere in the West, I think. The West? Yeah. Poland. Or one of the Baltic states. Estonia. Latvia? Latvia! Yes, that's right. So how does a girl from Latvia end up at Moscow University? Oh, I'm sorry. If you'll excuse me, I'm due back on guard duty. Don't forget to keep warm. I'll do my best, Christina. Still got it, Perry. Wherever you go in the universe, there's always one. Hey! Uh, Leonid, you left something! Leonid! Dr. Pushkin. A key. 
Research area four, one hour. You see the red button in front of you? The large button. That will replenish your water supply, as I told you two hours ago. It's as if she's a simpleton. No, she's been deprived of her autobiographical memories. Deprived? Something's happened to her on the far side of the moon. Something that affected her mind. Doctor, what is that? Hmm? What? That device you've been working on during my rest periods, using my laboratory and equipment? Oh, just a computer circuit. You don't mind, do you? No, but Captain Kozlov might. Hmm? He's paranoid about security. If he thought you were making a radio... Oh, he might take me for a spy. Miss Petrov, Dr. Kalashnikov, it's time. Thank you. All right. Activate remote guidance system. Guidance system activated. Prepare for lateral engine burn to correct course. 100% for... Eight seconds. Commencing... Three, two, one... Now! Commencing lateral engine burn. My God, it's not responding. It's not responding. Research area four. Authorized personnel only. Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Spacesuits? Empty spacesuits. I don't believe it. They've only gone and built it. Lunar landing module, Dr. Pushkin. What is this? Some sort of secret research project? Of course. Didn't you read the sign? Authorized personnel only. You are trespassing in a restricted area. I am a doctor. Sent here on the authority of the Presidium. You don't have to play games with me. I know who you really are. You do? I know you are not Dr. Christina Pushkin, despite what your identity papers may claim. Then who am I? Who are you? Why, you're a spy, of course. Keep trying. If that capsule enters the atmosphere at the wrong angle, it'll burn up or bounce back into space. Miss Petrov, what's happening? We've lost contact with the capsule during a critical moment. And what is Dr. Kalashnikov doing? Mm, me? Oh, spot of rewiring. You see, it appears the problem is at our end. Our end? Uh, our signal isn't getting through. It's not even being broadcast. But if I can reroute it through the second satellite dish... What do you mean it's not getting through? Another malfunction? I suppose that's a possibility. Seems a trifle unlikely, though. Then what are you saying? It was sabotaged. We have more important things to worry about right now. Miss Petrov, if you could try again. Activate guidance system. Guidance system responding. So, now what? We have to calculate a new trajectory, but the computations will take an hour at least. Uh, give me a few moments. Finished. Commence a 20-second engine burn. Now! Engine burn commenced. What is happening? What are you doing? It's all right. We're bringing you home. Home? 
We will, very soon. You don't have much longer to wait. Doctor, where will the capsule come down? Uh, by my reckoning, about 60 kilometers due north of the Cosmodrome. In just under an hour's time. For the last time, I'm not a spy. You must forgive my melodramatics. I know you are a spy, because I was the one who sent for you. You sent for me? I contacted the KGB with my suspicions. They told me to expect two agents posing as scientific experts from Moscow University. What were these suspicions? I believed there was someone based in the Cosmodrome who was passing on our research to a third party. Believed? I found proof. Valentina Cherlin. She gained access to the restricted area, this place. I found her taking photographs. She had already passed on the blueprints for the lunar module. Passed on to who? All I know is that they're an agent working for the West. Valentina wouldn't tell me any more than that. Maybe she'll talk to me. Where is she? I don't know. I locked her in my quarters and told her what would happen if she did not cooperate. But when I returned, she had gone. She escaped? Or the enemy agent came for her. This Valentina, what is she like? She is small, attractive, about your age. And she disappeared just before I got here? I know I should have questioned her more used force, but I, I couldn't do it. Why not? Because I loved her. That's how she gained access to the restricted area. She had stolen my key. Valentina and I were lovers. Attention! All capsule recovery staff to go to departure point one. All medical staff on standby. That's me. I have to go. But you and Dr. Kalashnikov, you will find the traitor, and Valentina. I can't make any promises, but we'll do our best. You can see the capsule itself. Over. Yes, it's just hit the ground. Glowing hot, but it appears undamaged. Over. <sighs> What's going on? Vostok 7's return to Earth. It has? Where's the doctor? With Miss Petrov in the helicopter. What's your status? Over. Just coming in to land beside the capsule. Over. It is. I can hardly believe it. The first man-made object to orbit the moon. Let's save the congratulations until we've got Marinka out, shall we? If she's still alive. Try the radio. This is Larissa Petrov calling Vostok 7. Can you hear me? Repeat. Can you hear me? Over. Please, let me out. Let me out of here. She's alive. Yes, it certainly sounds like it. Cosmonaut Talanov is a 
Well done, Miss Petrov. Never doubted you for a moment. Proceed to open Vostok capsule. Over. Cutting house seals now. Over. Hatch seals have now been cut. Over. Then open the capsule. Get her out of there. Over. Opening hatch. I don't believe it. What is it? Miss Petrov, report! Report! It, it, it's absurd! Cosmonaut Talonov is gone! There's... There's a dog inside her spacesuit! A dog? And not just any dog! What? Don't you recognize it? It's Laika! <laughs> Suit. A dog? And not just any dog. What? Don't you recognize it? It's Laika! But that's ridiculous. Someone must have interfered with the capsule, put the dog in there as some sort of joke. When? We saw it land. We were the first to reach it. Well, what do you think's happened? Well, somebody did interfere with the capsule when it was on the far side of the moon. Let me out! Please! Let me out! It's Marinka! She must still be in the capsule! No, there's no one else in there. I can see you! Let me out! Doctor, what are you doing? Removing her helmet! <sighs> thank you. Whoever you are, thank you. The dog. It's speaking. It, it's speaking! Yes. Hello, I'm the doctor. Tell me, how did you end up here? I don't remember. Do you remember being sent into space? I remember being locked in a metal box, and then there was a screaming, crushing. I was so frightened. I thought I was going to die. And then I was alone. So alone. I think that confirms it. This is Laika. Yes, yes, that is what they called me, Laika. I am Laika! Laika? I find it hard to believe it's you do, sir. All right. Have the capsule brought to the quarantine area. I'll tell the medical staff to get ready. Yes, sir. Until further notice, no one is to have any contact with the occupant of the capsule. 
The fewer people who know about this, the better. Over. Uh, but General, you have to allow me to stay with her. She's alone, she's afraid, she's... No, Doctor. You are not to speak to that animal again. Out. What on earth's got into the other animals? I'm not sure, General. They've been like this ever since the cosmonaut Talanoff dog was brought in. Where is she? Through here. I've had her restrained on an operating table for examination purposes. Who are you? Why have you done this to me? Let me go! We... We, we just want to find out about you to work out what happened. And what you've done with Cosmonaut Talanov. You! I know you. You locked me into the metal box. It was you! Seems she recognises you, General. Then she'll know what happens if she doesn't obey. No! Keep away from me! You left me to die! What have you done with Cosmonaut Talanov? I don't know. Where is she? Where have you been this last six years? I don't know! Maybe she genuinely doesn't know, General. The amnesia... She hasn't forgotten me, Miss Petrov. She'll tell us what we want to know, one way or another. Perry, let me get this straight. The Soviets have a prototype lunar landing module hidden in a secret hangar? Yeah, just like the Neil Armstrong one, all ready to go. And the real Kalashnikov and Pushkin were KGB spies sent to locate an enemy agent who had been receiving confidential information from, what was her name? Valentina Churlin, the third girl we found in the crashed car. Yes. Well, I think it's safe to conclude the enemy agent murdered her in order to guarantee her silence. But why kill Kalashnikov and Pushkin? Well, my guess is that Valentina found out that the two scientists on their way from Moscow were really KGB agents. So she told the enemy agent, who intercepted the agent's car and killed them along with Valentina herself. Yes. They're probably also responsible for sabotaging the radio relay to Vostok 7. But why do that? Why sabotage the Vostok mission? To deprive the Soviet Union of a propaganda victory? Does seem a little drastic, I must admit. So, now we have to pretend to be two KGB agents who are pretending to be scientists from Moscow. Yes, I recommend we um, play our cards close to our chests. <sighs> what about Laika? I mean, a talking dog? That just seems crazy. I know. Well, what do you think happened there? Oh, that I don't know. And I won't until I get the chance to question her properly, but I've been forbidden to speak to her. Well, maybe I could ask Captain Kozlov to sneak me into the quarantine area while you keep Miss Petrov occupied. It's worth a try, but don't take any risks. If you get caught, it'll make our lives even more complicated. Can I have some water? Not until you tell us what you've done with Cosmonaut Talanov. I don't know. Please. Give me water. We can't withhold food and water, General. It would be inhuman. Inhuman? 
This is a dog we're talking about. A mongrel from the street of Moscow. A laboratory specimen you wouldn't normally think twice about putting to sleep. That's why we sent it into space in the first place. But now I think she has a, a human level of consciousness. So we should start addressing her as comrade like her. Why stop there? Why not give her a parade through Red Square? We must run more tests. Memory, intelligence, x-rays. And in the meantime, we risk the news getting out and are becoming an international laughing stock. <clears throat> you have one day, Miss Petrov. One day. I'm sorry, Doctor, but you can understand the General's position. Something remarkable has happened here, Miss Petrov. Something... Well, frankly, miraculous. And he wants it killed to avoid embarrassment? You have to let me speak to her. I can't do that. <sighs> but I'd like to know what you make of this. Her x-rays. Well, that explains how she can talk. It does? Well, look at the larynx. But that's... Human, yes. <sighs> But, but Laika is speaking with cosmonaut Talanov's voice. Which explains where the larynx came from. The brain's been surgically altered too. It seems to have had sections of a human brain grafted onto the cerebral cortex. Something used Talanov for body parts for this dog. <sighs> Gruesome, admittedly. But an incredible scientific achievement nonetheless. But who could do this? What, what could do this? Well, nothing of this earth or this time. Right. And why? Ah, oh, that is the question. Wait, presumably one of the objectives of this mission was to map the lunar surface? Yes, of course. Have you had the photographs developed? No, not yet. What with everything else, I've been too busy. I warn you, if General Leonov finds out about this... Yes? I will have to inform him that you and Dr. Kalashnikov are KGB agents and that you specifically requested to breach the quarantine. He won't find out. I only want to talk to Laika. Laika? Just wait out here. If I must. I've always hated this place. It smells like an abattoir. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Who is it? My name is Per... Christina. I'm a friend of the doctor's. The doctor? What do you want? To help. Help? Yes. You can help me. This had better be important, Miss Petrov, to drag me out of bed at midnight. It's important. We've had the photographs taken by Vostok 7 developed. We? My idea. Just look at them. I'm not an astronomer. Craters mean nothing to me. Look closer. This picture of the Isaac Delport crater. Doctor, this is the first time anybody has seen the far side of the moon. We haven't started naming it yet. Well, I have. General? What am I looking for? Wait. What's that? It's not a geological feature. The doctor thinks that small white circle might be a flying saucer. You got me out of bed for this? This is ridiculous. Oh, more ridiculous than your cosmonaut being replaced with a dog? More ridiculous than that dog being augmented with your missing cosmonaut's larynx and brain? <laughs> 
You, you think aliens did this? It's beyond our science and the Americans. So, if it is a flying saucer, what do you propose we do about it? I propose we go and take a closer look. You want to go to the moon? Yes. After all, you've already got everything prepared, haven't you? Thank you. But if you want to help, set me free. I don't think I can. I've done nothing wrong. I just want to go. To see the sky. To breathe fresh air. To run through the snow. Like I did when I was young. When I begged for scraps. But you're not the same dog you once were. You can think now. You can talk. And for that I should be punished. <laughs> what did this to you? Something or somebody must have rescued you. Release me. Let me go with you and I will tell the doctor. The doctor? He showed me kindness. I trust him. But you'll have to carry me. I don't think I'll be able to walk on my own. All right. Hold still. How did you find out about the lunar module? How do you think? It's the reason why I was sent here. Yeah, yeah, looks serviceable enough. Intended for Vostok 8? Yes. A rocket would carry two cosmonauts into orbit around the moon, where they could then use this module to land. And I presume you have a rocket all fueled up and ready to go? We have a new Voshkod rocket prepared and on the pad, due for test launch in a couple of days' time. Then that sounds ideal. Now, what do you say, Larissa? How do you fancy being the first woman to walk on the moon? You are suggesting that I go? Well, can you think of anyone more qualified? After all, you're hardly going to let me go on my own, are you? There you go. That's better. Can stretch my legs. Can... Ah! What are you doing? Ah, I must be free! Free! Ah. Christina, what's going on? All the animals have gone crazy. Yes, because they know that I'm here. What the? I recommend you run, human, if you don't want to be torn to pieces. Stay back. Stay back. Alexei, don't shoot her. What? You do that and the sound will bring every guard running. Bit late for that. And we better not hang around. Come on. Yes, go. Leave me. Run. I suppose she can't do much damage. We can seal this place from the outside. You think I won't be able to find my way out? Don't worry, my comrades. Soon you will be free and reborn. That's the quarantine alarm. Well, don't look at me. I was with you the whole time. Security to quarantine section. Status report. It's the animal testing laboratory, sir. Something's happening down there. What? What's happening? Not sure, sir. When we got here, the room had been sealed from the outside. What about the security camera? It's blacked out. They all seem to be. Oh, wait, Captain Kozlov is here with Dr. Pushkin. Sir, it appears that someone broke into the laboratory and released Laika. What? Hearing the alarm, Dr. Pushkin and I went to investigate. And Laika was there. She tried to attack us. Laika tried to attack you? Yes, Doctor. It was like she was rabid or something. Sergeant Kurakin, round up a security team. Yes, sir. But what for, sir? What do you think? We're going back in there. Captain, I'd be very careful if I were you. It's possible Laika may have got free under her own steam. 
What are you talking about? That dog was restrained. If her intelligence was improved, maybe her strength was too. Or maybe it was the work of our mysterious saboteur. All right, Sergeant. Open the door. There's nothing in there. All the animals have gone. The cages are open. What could have done this? I guess Lyca was clever enough to figure out a few latches. Then where is she now? Sir, look at this. The wall panel. It's been ripped open. Captain, report. All the specimens have escaped with Lyca, sir. They managed to get into the ducting. They could be anywhere. Then track them down, Captain. I want those animals caught. Yeah, Captain Kozlov still hasn't found them. No, but they have got a whole town to hide in. And Lyka's intelligence to guide them. Doctor, she threatened to tear us to pieces. She, she might be clever, but she's still an animal at heart. And now she's got herself a gang of followers. You'll be careful while I'm away, won't you? You're not still planning to go up in a rocket. Of course, I'm rather looking forward to it. Oh, haven't we got enough to deal with down here? No, because whatever was responsible for what's happening down here is up there. On the moon. Oh, I'm amazed Miss Petrov agreed to let you go. And so was she when she saw my test results. She was reluctantly forced to admit I was the most qualified candidate. Slightly more qualified than Yuri Gagarin was, in fact. I'd feel happier if I was going with you. Only room for two, unfortunately. And besides, as a KGB agent, you have your own investigations to be getting on with. Mind that car! Ah! Time to launch, 100 seconds. What is capsule status? Over. All systems normal. Commencing final pre-ignition checks. Very good, Miss Petrov. Can I speak to them? If you're quick. Dr. Kalashnikov. It's me, Dr. Pushkin. Christina, are you calling to wish me good luck? You just take care up there. Have you ever known me not to? And besides, I'm in the capable hands of Miss Petrov. Yes, but after what happened last time... Don't worry. Forewarned is forearmed. Time to launch. 15 seconds. Cosmonauts Petrov and Kalashnikov, have a good flight. Good luck, Doctor. And goodbye. Goodbye, Christina. Time to launch. 10 seconds. Ignition key to start position. Ignition key to start position. Five, four, three, two, one, launch! We have liftoff. Vostok 8 has liftoff. What's happening? 
radio blackout. It is to be expected. There she goes. First rocket to send men to the moon. And we were here to see it. While repairing a leaking oil pipe. <laughs> or at least one of us was. <laughs> Still, it'll be something to tell our grandchildren. <laughs> I can believe a man will walk on the moon, Arcady, but I cannot believe you will ever have grandchildren. <laughs> oh, hello there, little doggy. Good boy. Careful. He might be wild. Oh, he just wants to play, don't you? Come on. <laughs> oh, you stinking cur. There are more of them. No. Keep back. Back. You think you can give us orders, human? What the hell? A talking dog? Oh, I can do more than talk. I can bite. Get off! Get off! Get off! Get off! Get back! And by the time the guards got there, the two men had gone. What do you mean, gone? The dogs had dragged their bodies away. We don't know where. I watched the whole thing on the security cameras. And you're sure Laika did this? Oh, yes. She was leading the pack. This has gone on long enough, Sergeant. Until those animals have been destroyed, this Cosmodrome is to be placed on emergency alert. No one is to enter or leave or make any contact with the outside world. Very good, sir. And from this moment on, enforce a total curfew. No one is to be allowed out of their homes during the hours of darkness. Anyone found breaking the curfew will be shot. No, I can't let you out, Shusha. No walks tonight. No! <coughs> I'm sorry, but there's a curfew. Now go to bed. Go to bed! Shusha! I'm telling you, bed. Shusha, get down. Bed dog, down, down. Leave her, my comrade. Your revenge can wait. You must join us now. Another one? Yeah, I'm afraid so. General Leonov is trying to keep it quiet, but that's the sixth person we've lost. And it's not just the lab animals. Domestic pets, even our own guard dogs, they've all turned against their owners, escaped and joined with Laika. But why attack people? <sighs> For food, presumably. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put you off. No, it's fine. I turned vegetarian a while back. Probably wise. Yeah, you should see the stuff they feed us. Here, have mine. Pay you back for keeping me company. It's a pleasure, not a duty. Spend time with the prettiest girl from Latvia. Excuse me? I'm a highly qualified doctor from Moscow University. It doesn't stop you being a pretty girl or from Latvia. I'm sorry. You're worried about your friend. Wouldn't you be? He's been gone three days. Where's the capsule now? Approaching lunar orbit. 30 minutes to radio blackout. Status, cosmonaut Petrov. all the achievements of the human race and I can cover it with one finger. 
I'm glad I lived to see this. Remember, you will have to adjust the course while you are on the far side of the moon to maintain lunar orbit. Don't worry. I've already made all the necessary calculations. Nothing could be simpler. Do you like taking risks, Dr. Pushkin? No. I realize that this is breaking the curfew, but... Getting caught isn't what worries me. It's like her. Are you scared? She's managed to kill, slaughter some of my best men. So you'll understand if I don't wait around. You have the master key. Here. The apartment of the late Valentina Churlin. I don't know what you hope to find. I've already had my men search it. Then me taking a look can't do any harm, can it? You have 30 minutes. Until then, Doctor. Something here, some clue. Alexi, is that you? I thought <gasps> I might find you here, Dr. Pushkin. What? You see, Christina, I've worked it out. You're not really a doctor at all. You're a KGB agent. Ten minutes to radio blackout. We know. Repeating systems check. Everything normal. Continue checking. This is the point where Vostok 7 experienced life support failure. As if I didn't know that. I can't blame him for being paranoid. Vostok 7 was functioning perfectly before everything went wrong, too. I suspected something was odd ever since I found you out on the step. So I kept an eye on you. And I thought you were just being attentive. Captain Kozlov sent for you, didn't he? That's why you're here. To find out why Valentina Cherlin disappeared. So, now you know why I'm here. Are you going to help me? Of course, Christina. If that is your name. What exactly were you hoping to find? We believe... Well, Captain Kozlov believes... that Valentina was passing on secrets to an enemy agent in the base. They were having an affair, you see. No, no. She was using Kozlov to gain access to confidential documents. What? At least, that's what she wrote in her diary. Well, where did you get that? She gave it to me just before she disappeared. Told me to look after it and give it to the KGB investigators if anything happened to her. You didn't tell Captain Kosloff about it? No. I couldn't be sure he wasn't the one responsible for her disappearance. Does the diary say who the enemy agent was? No. It just mentions her work and her meetings with her lover. Captain Kosloff? No. No, her real lover. You? No, not me. She mentions in her diary, with regard to Captain Kosloff, how distasteful it was for her to be having a relationship with a man. Oh, no. What is it? I think I've just worked out who the enemy agent is. Where exactly are we going? Mission control! What was that? Lyca and the other animals. They're directly ahead of us. I'm getting closer. We'll have to find another way round. Back to the apartments. We can hold out there until dawn. There isn't time! Oh no. We're surrounded. We've walked into a trap. Ten seconds to radio blackout. Until we speak again, General. Huh? Right on cue. And any moment now, we will be passing into sunlight and see the far side of the moon for the first time.
One hundred kilometers up. We should get a very good view. And there it is. <laughs> a world of sheer mountain ranges and shadowy canyons. So cold and white. It is beautiful. And deadly. You think you'll be able to shoot our way out of this? No, but I can try. Christina. Laika. We mean you no harm. You have to let us go. You can go. You helped me. But the man we need. Yeah, for food. No. We have another use for you. Comrades, take him. No. Wait, wait. Please, quick. Why don't you stand there? Get in. Captain, just in time. I warned you about wandering around here. You both in? Yes. Yes. Then let's get out of here. Approaching lunar orbit insertion point. Three, two, one. And off. Yep, gyroscopes confirm five degree trajectory shift. Then we've established a lunar orbit. We can rest. Not just yet. We should be approaching visual range of that alien object in a minute or so. You think we'll be able to find it? It is just a mass of craters. Oh, I think so. Uh, telescope, tele telescope. Should be somewhere around... Oh, my word. Doctor? I don't believe it. You've seen it? Yes. But I don't believe what I've seen. A lunar base. With the stars and stripes painted on the roof of the main dome. And now you've seen it, Doctor, you can never go home again. Time to radio contact, 30 minutes. Assuming they're still alive. What is the meaning of this? I have to call a capsule. I have to warn the doctor. Warn him? What about? Larissa Petrov. She's a spy working for the United States. What? So you have to let me call the capsule. But you can't. It's too late. It passed behind the moon 15 minutes ago. I wouldn't fire that thing in here. One bullet hole in the capsule and we'll both be killed. Then we would die together. And this will become one more failed mission for the Soviets to hush up. Of course. That's why you sabotaged Vostok 7. To make sure the Soviets didn't find out about the American moon base. Order straight from the White House. End the Soviet space program once and for all. The president has promised the nation that we will win the race to the moon. But you've already won it. You've built a base there. Well, of course. He'd hardly make a promise he didn't know he could keep. What are you doing? Burning up our remaining fuel. Keep still, Doctor, or I will fire. You're altering our trajectory to a descent orbit. We're going to crash into the moon's surface. Yes, Doctor. Think of it as an honor. You'll be the first man ever to die on the moon.
setting up our remaining fuel. Keep still, Doctor, or I will fire. You're altering our trajectory to a descent orbit. We're going to crash into the moon's surface. Yes, Doctor. Think of it as an honour. You'll be the first man ever to die on the moon. And you'll die alongside me. No. While you remain on board the capsule, I will use the lunar lander to join my fellow patriots in Moonbase Eisenhower. Well, you can pilot it on your own. Mm, I designed it. I supervised its construction. I think I am capable of landing it. What's happening? What have you done? I don't know. It's nothing to do with me. Nothing, sir. They must have failed to establish a lunar orbit. What does that mean? It means either they overshot the orbital insertion point and kept on going, or the capsule has gone into a descent orbit. You mean it's going to crash into the moon? Given the choice, a quick death would be the merciful option. Well, can't you send up another rocket? There is no other rocket. It would take weeks to prepare another mission. What are you talking about? You've got loads of other rockets here. I've seen them. What you have seen are Voshkod 3 KV intercontinental ballistic missile launchers. They're not designed for spaceflight. Christina, you must accept it. We've lost him. No! The doctor can't be dead. He can't. Captain Kozlov, as of now, Vostok missions 7 and 8 are to be struck from the official record. As far as anyone is concerned, they never took place. What happened? You were knocked out. And not by me, I hasten to add. My gun, where is it? In very small pieces. Hope you don't mind, but firearms in enclosed spaces make me nervous. We're still on a descent orbit. I have to get to the lander. There's no need. Look at the altimeter. Oh, altitude 30 kilometers. 29, 28, we're going to crash! No, we're going down, true enough. But something is slowing our velocity. What? But I burned all the fuel. The retro rockets can't fire. No, it's the result of some outside influence. Force field of some kind, I should imagine. We should be grateful. If it hadn't intervened, we'd both be dead. Sorry, Christina, but the doctor won't be coming back. No. I've thought him dead dozens of times before, and he's always turned up out of the blue. He was leaving a bad joke. Ah, Dr. Pushkin. I thought I might find you here. Sergeant, if you could return to your duties. Dr. Pushkin and I have private matters to discuss. Yes, sir. I must know. How did you find out that Larissa was an American spy? I... Well, I suppose it doesn't matter now. She was in a relationship with Valentina, who loved her so much, she was prepared to do anything for her. So, Valentina never had any feelings for me. I was an idiot to believe otherwise. So where is Valentina now? I don't know any other way to tell you this. Valentina is dead. Dead? Yes. And I think Larissa killed her. So much for love. Sir. Sergeant, I thought I told you. Yes, sir, but it's the animals. They, they seem to be preparing to attack. This force field is the work of extraterrestrials. 
Well, it's beyond contemporary human technology. And we know that Vostok 7 was subject to alien interference. Because of what happened to Laika? For it to have returned at all, his course must have been corrected when he was on the far side of the moon. Cosmonaut Talanov could have made the correction. No, because by then she was already dead as a result of your sabotage. In war, a number of civilian casualties are to be expected. What war? The Cold War. You remember about a year ago there was an international crisis due to events in the Bay of Pigs? Yeah, the Cuban Missile Crisis, yes. The world brought to the brink of nuclear conflict and there were those in our administration who wanted to see that happen. They thought if they launched a preemptive strike, the Soviet Union wouldn't be able to fight back. But they stepped back from the brink. Because of intelligence warning them that the enemy was ready to respond in kind. If it wasn't for people like me providing that intelligence, then things would have been very different. And that's your justification for murdering Valentina? I had no choice. She would have betrayed me. The KGB interrogators would have made sure of that. Well, Kalashnikov and Pushkin were interrogators? With plenty of innocent blood on their hands. I did the world a favour by killing them. So you can imagine my surprise when you and uh, Dr. Pushkin turned up. Made me wonder who you were working for. And have you come to any conclusions? I think you're working for a third party. Because no US agent would be so foolish as to point out the location of our secret moon base. Speaking of which, there it is. We're being brought down beside it? Yes, right outside the front door. Velocity's still decreasing, down to five meters a second. Just as well, given that this capsule isn't built for landing. Altitude five meters, four, three, two... Brace yourself! Well, I've had bumpier landings. This is Agent Topaz calling Moonbase Eisenhower. This is Agent Topaz calling Moonbase Eisenhower. Please respond. Seems they're not picking up. There must be a fault with the radio. Sabotage that as well, did you? No, Doctor, I did not. Yes, we do now. We have spacesuits. We could always pop out and knock. The entry hatch. It's opening! What? But if it opens while we're on the moon, we'll be dead! Are you sure about that? The capsule hasn't depressurized. No. It seems someone wants us kept alive. Come on! Where are you going? Well, where do you think? Outside! Oh, great. Now it's snowing. Sergeant, binoculars. Here, sir. The animals have formed a perimeter around this building. Yes. It's almost as if they're waiting for something. Now it is the human's turn to know what it is to be trapped. No, my comrade. We will not kill them. Not yet. Not until we have what we need. <sighs> ah, it's all right, Miss Petrov. The weather's fine. We can breathe. There's oxygen on the moon. Provided for our benefit, I imagine. 
We're enclosed in another force field. Like the one that brought us down? Yes. And it's doing rather more than just providing us with air. By right, standing here in direct sunlight, we should be being roasted alive and blinded by the glare, for that matter. So we can walk on the surface of the moon without pressure suits. It's unbelievable, miraculous. Yes, it is. A rare privilege. Mm. It's so bleak, like the Negev Desert. Just rocks as far as the horizon and gray. There's no color anywhere, but it's beautiful. It's a very beautiful. Here is no water, but only rock. Rock and no water and the cracked earth, ringed by the flat horizon only. Attention all residents of the Baikonur Cosmodrome. Until further notice, the curfew is extended to 24 hours. You are to remain in your homes. I repeat, remain in your homes. It's mostly dogs and cats with, with some monkeys. I can't see a life anywhere, though. She must be out there somewhere. Then where is she? And how is she giving them instructions? They just seem to understand what she wants, by instinct. Like in the animal testing laboratory. What concerns me is what she wants with us. What was it she said? We have another use for you. Oh, no. I think I might have an idea what it is. Well, where are you going? To check something. Then I'm coming with you. Oh, can't get enough of me, huh? This force field, how large do you think it is? Not sure. I get the impression it's moving with us like a spotlight. Then whatever is creating it knows we're here. Mm, unnerving, isn't it? It's also exerting a gravitational influence. After all, we should be bounding across the lunar surface like slow-motion spring box. Instead, it feels like we're still... Oh, my God. What is it? Oh, no. There's hardly anything of him left. Just a mummified corpse in a space suit. Lieutenant Barney Schwartz. The environment would account for the skeletal condition of the remains. He's been repeatedly freeze-dried and baked. But why would he go outside and remove his helmet? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? What could be so bad that death was the preferable option? Where are we going? The animal testing laboratory. But that whole section of the building's been sealed off. I guess they got back in the same way they got out. Well, we have to inform Captain Kozlov. You do that. I want to see what they're doing in there. Oh, the security cameras are out of order. But there's an observation room up the stairs. Show me. Hello? The lights are on, but there's no one home. If there was a radiation leak, they might have evacuated to a lower level. Except they were experimenting with using reed palms to reoxygenate the air. And they're all in verdant health. Tell me, what exactly was this place built for? A shelter. From what? What do you think? Nuclear war? Uh -huh. So in the event of the balloon going up, the President and the First Lady jump into a rocket to the moon? 
This base can maintain a viable minimum population, so that in the event of a nuclear holocaust, they can wait until the Earth is recovered and then return and rebuild civilization. And you constructed your Noah's Ark on the far side of the moon to avoid detection? Of course. Otherwise it would be an obvious target. What's that? I don't think we're alone. Here, look. Dogs! Two, two dogs! <laughs> well, they seem pleased to see us. Hello there! Doctor, Laika wasn't the only dog we sent into space. No? No, there were two more. Cholka and Moshka. And here they are. Who's a cute little boy, then? They can't talk, Doctor. No. Not yet, at least. What do you mean? I have a suspicion that's why we've been kept alive. To provide these dogs with our vocal cords and brains. Doctor... This moon base has its own rocket. We can use it to return to Earth. I don't think that'll be possible. But what, what are you talking about? We can just go back the way we came. Easier said than done. It's, it's like climbing up a slope. I keep sliding back. And yet the floor is perfectly level. Because the source of the gravitational pull isn't below us, but at the other end of that corridor. So we don't have any choice. We have to go on. Yes. And it's downhill all the way. God, they're laying them out like they're being prepared for some sort of medical operation. Yes. They don't need them for food. They need them for spare parts. This is Sergeant Kirakin calling Captain Kozlov. Over. What is it, Sergeant? Over. Sir, it's Lyca and the animals. They've made a sort of nest in the testing laboratory. Where are you exactly? In the observation room, sir. Over. Very good. I'm on my way. Out. Christina, we should get out of here while we still have the chance. Yes, you're right. I've seen enough. <laughs> Too late. Christina, you should not have come here. Well, I think we've found our alien. This is it. A, a black sphere floating in midair. Oh, it's rather more than just a sphere. Try reaching towards it. My arm, it's pulling it. It's, it's trying to drag me in. A short-range gravitational field. I think what we're looking at is a black hole. A black hole? Um, a collapsed star. You can see the light bending at the edge of the event horizon turning red as the wavelength is stretched. But if this was a collapsed star, or a black hole as you call it, we'd be sucked in and crushed to a singularity in an instant. If it had occurred naturally, yes, but this was manufactured. Manufactured? What, what for? To act as a sentinel or a probe. A probe? You, you mean that thing is watching us? Well, in a sense. It's certainly absorbing all the light. Along with all the electromagnetic waves, radio and television. Yes, all stored for future reference. Stored? A black hole doesn't destroy information. It's all retained in surface fluctuations of the event horizon, on a quantum level. What? Stephen Hawking will explain later. The principle is any information which enters a black hole can, in theory, be retrieved. The crew of the moon base, you think they might be in there? Possibly. They may even still be alive, albeit in a very flat holographic state. I wonder... What are you doing? Uh, an intelligence test. This computer circuit's damaged, but not beyond repair. Uh, 
Well, let's see what this probe makes of it. Ha ha ha! threw it back out! On the exact opposite trajectory. Newton's third law in action. Look, it's all been completely repaired, as good as new. So this black hole, it, it can mend things? Oh yes, it's programmed not only to observe, but also to intervene and improve. Which explains a great deal. Doctor, that thing, whatever it is, brought us here. It won't let us go, and sooner or later we'll both be dragged in. Yes. So if one's going to go, one might as well go out in style! Doctor? What sort of idiot jumps into a black hole? Take one step closer and I'll shoot. I believe you would too. I can smell your fear. Just let us go, and nobody need get hurt. Humankind condemned me to die. Why should I show them any mercy? Because that would make you better than them. I don't want to be better than them. I want to take their place in the order of things. What are you talking about? The natural order. You have used us for experimentation, caged us, tortured us, stuck electrodes in our brains. Now it is time for a revolution. For animal kind to rise up and take this world. And the human race? What happens to them? Isn't it obvious? She wants us killed. No, not killed. You will be farmed, kept in cages, fed till you are mature, when your body parts can be harvested. I just want to talk, to find out why you're here. I see. You picked up our broadcasts and came to investigate. Oh, not just to investigate, to offer your assistance. If you deemed the human race worthy of your help. But the first thing you found was Laika. Alone and afraid. And you deemed the human race unworthy. I had been granted a glorious vision. When animal kind rules the earth, there will be no more war, no more suffering. Well, I don't think much of it so far. You alone will be spared, but this man will need. You try anything and I'll kill you! And if I am dead, I will not be able to prevent my comrades from ripping you both to pieces! What was that? 
Sounds like Captain Coswell. Comrades, back to the laboratory. We must secure our territory. We can deal with these humans later. You're going. Leonid, this is our chance. Come on. Listen to me. I'm not human, as I'm sure you've noticed. But I've spent a great deal of time on their planet, and over that time, I've found there is far more to the human race than meets the eye. They are capable of great cruelty, yes, but they are also capable of great compassion. Look at your records of the recent war. See how many gave their lives in the name of ending tyranny. See how many are now working to preserve the planet and all the life upon it. You've come to Earth in one of its most turbulent periods. It won't always be like this. I've seen the future, and I know the human race will achieve great things. When they do finally reach out to the stars, it will be in the name of peace. Men, on my word, take aim, fire! It's no good, sir. Whenever we shoot one lot, there's another right behind them. Then you'll just have to keep shooting, won't you? Sir, hold your fire. Sergeant, Dr. Pushkin, quick, get out of the way. All right, going as fast as I can. Sir, you're going to have to retreat. Seal this whole area off. Oh, no. This ends now. Lynn, it's right. There's too many of them. You won't stand a chance. Sergeant. Escort Dr. Pushkin back to mission control. Yes, sir. Christina. All right. Men, prepare to advance. Yes, sir. What's that? It's coming from above us, sir. Something inside the ceiling. Rats. It's full of rats. Back. Everyone, back. Get off me. Get off me. Stop firing, you fool. You're shooting our own men. No. Get off. Get off. No. Do not kill this one. Not yet. We need him taken alive. Well, I've never done that before. Doctor, you're alive! Cogito ergo sum? Yes, I suppose I must be. Uh, well, the black hole released you. Yes, I offered it a deal. A deal? It has consented very generously to allow us to return to Earth in one of the American rockets. Why? To demonstrate that the human race is worth saving. Come on! What are you doing? What do you want with me? Your vocal cords. And your brain. What? Comrade, oh. pass me the surgical knife, could you? Thank you. Please, don't do this. You, you don't have to do this. Don't worry, Hume. You won't suffer for very long. Doctor, are you sure you know what you're doing? Of course. 
Once you've flown one rocket, you've flown them all. How do I know I can trust you? <laughs> well, I could have left you behind on the moon, couldn't I? More to the point, how do I know I can trust you? Hmm? Right, I recommend you strap yourself in. Five, four, three, two, one. Firing ascent rockets. Lift off! Well, Sergeant. I've put the men on guard around mission control, as ordered. So those things can't get in here? No, sir. And we can't get out. Well, this place is under quarantine. There's no hope of rescue. We will survive. We have enough food and water to last us. General Leonov. What is it? A radio signal, sir. Coming from the moon. This is Cosmonaut Kalashnikov calling Baikonur Control. The doctor! He's alive! Give that to me. This is Baikonur Control. What is your status? Over. Well, it's a long story, but we're both safe and well. Both of you? Is Miss Petra with you? She is. Say hello, Larissa. Cosmonaut Petrov reporting. The doctor, she's the one, the one who... Yes, I know. But all that will have to wait until we've got back to Earth. How are things down there with you? Not good. There's been a breach of... What is this? What's going on? Lieutenant? The two Soviet cosmonauts, they appear to have taken command of one of our lunar rockets, U.S. Rocket Lincoln. Then they must know about Moonbase Eisenhower! Yes, sir. Lieutenant, get me the president! This is a code red! Yes, sir. I see. Well, all I can suggest is that you sit tight and wait for us to return. But, Doctor, at the moment, no one can enter or leave the Cosmodrome. Ah, well, we'll just have to cross that bridge when we come to it. We've got three days, after all. General. Yes, Lieutenant. The President has given the go-ahead for the hijacked rocket to be destroyed with the A-119, sir. Very good. Commence launch preparations. Yes, sir. Uh, sir. Hmm? What actually is the A-119? A nuclear missile we developed a few years ago to fire at the moon as a show of strength. Now we have a new target in just under 70 hours to get it ready for launch. Don't worry, Christina. Only a few more hours to wait and they'll be safely back home. Not before time. I've been going out of my mind cooped up in here. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Meanwhile, Lyke has had three days to do God knows what. General Leonov, sir. What is it? A problem with the rocket? No, sir. We've just had a telegraph from the Kremlin on the emergency line. Apparently, the Oko early warning system has just detected a nuclear missile launch in the United States. What? And according to intelligence reports, it's being fired at a U.S. rocket which has been hijacked by two Soviet cosmonauts. What? We have to warn them. Listen to me. The United States has just launched a nuclear missile directly at you. Ah, how charming of them. 
What do you propose we do about it? We don't have enough fuel for evasive manoeuvres. You're right. We're sitting ducks. General Leonov, listen to me. I am listening. You have to contact the Kremlin. Tell them to call the American president on the hotline and get him to call off the attack. General Patterson. Lieutenant. We've just had a message from the hotline from Moscow. Moscow? Yes, sir. They're requesting the president abort the missile strike. They say they would regard any attack on the cosmonauts as an act of war. Goddamn commies. Lieutenant, where exactly is the president now? The motorcade left Love Field Air Base about 40 minutes ago, so he should be somewhere in downtown Dallas. Doctor, the Kremlin has been in contact with the Pentagon. They're trying to contact the President now. Then we should be all right. Unless... Oh, no, no! Larissa, what time is it? Just coming up to half past 12 in the morning, Kazakhstan time. Why? Uh, today is November the 23rd, 1963. And if it's half past 12 in Kazakhstan, then in Dallas, Texas, it's half past 12 in the afternoon on November the 22nd. So what does that mean? It means the president is never going to answer that call. I am. Uh... What? You what? Andrews? I don't know how to tell you this, sir, but... Spit it out, man! We've just had an alert from one of the motorcade agents, sir. It's, it's the president. They say... They say he's been shot. Assassinated by a man called Lee Harvey Oswald, according to the history books, at least. I've always meant to pop back and check. But how can you possibly know any of this? Because I've seen the future. A future that won't happen if that missile hits us and triggers a nuclear holocaust. My gun control calling US Rocket Lincoln. Receiving. We've just heard from the Kremlin. John F. Kennedy has been shot. It's true. You were right. Then we can assume he's not going to be in any fit state to call off the missile attack. No, I am sorry. Unless? Why did the Americans fire at us in the first place? How did they know we were on board? I suppose they must have been monitoring our radio transmissions. Exactly. So you can tell them who you are. What? Oh, no. If they knew this rocket was being piloted by one of their own agents, rather than a Soviet cosmonaut... Well, so when we return to Earth, the KGB can have me executed? Well, what was it you said before? How it was people like you who had averted a Third World War? Well, this is your chance. Prove it. 
We've just had confirmation. President Kennedy was pronounced dead at the Parkland Hospital five minutes ago. Then heaven help us all. What about the Vice President? Special agents are moving into Air Force One right now. Has he been sworn in yet? I don't know, sir. I, I don't think so. This is U.S. Rocket Lincoln calling the Pentagon. I repeat, this is U.S. Rocket Lincoln calling the Pentagon. Please respond. What the hell? The hijacked rocket. They're hailing us, sir. This is General Patterson. Would you mind telling us what the hell you're doing with our rocket? First, watch the missile that you fired at us. Why? Do you want to surrender? I'm afraid you've left it a bit late to come in from the cold, comrade. Topaz is the code name of one of our operatives installed in the Baikonur Cosmodrome. A woman using the name... Lieutenant, cancel the missile strike! Sir? Cancel it! I'll take full responsibility! Yes, sir! We'll detonate the rocket before impact. It's the best we can do. Thank you, General. We'd better move into the re-entry capsule. The blast won't affect us, but the radiation might. Indeed, yes. Uh, ladies first. You're grateful. Everyone at Baikonur now knows I'm a U.S. agent. Oh, Larissa, for what it's worth. I'm pretty sure they already knew. Anything. I imagine the Americans have other concerns right now. I meant from the doctor. We heard that traitor Larissa talking to the Pentagon. They said they'd abort the missile strike. Yes, but that was five Come minutes. Doctor! Baikonur Control receiving you. What is your status? We're both fine. All systems functioning normally. You could have let us know earlier. Still on the same return trajectory. Yes. By my calculations, we should be coming down about 30 kilometers south of you. You were right, Christina. The doctor's coming back. Yes, but if we can't find a way of getting to the capsule, what good will it do? They'll freeze to death. While we remain trapped here at the mercy of Lyca and her followers. How many more remain to be given mind and voice, my comrade? Four of my fellow rhesus monkeys, seven guard dogs, and one domestic cat. But we have used all the captured humans. Then we shall just have to acquire some more. But they have weapons. Sticks that spit fire. They are called guns. Humans need them because they are too feeble to kill with their own claws and teeth. The soldiers that attacked us had guns. Have their weapons collected and brought here. Yes, Comrade Laika. And I will instruct you on how they are to be used. Christina? Oh, it's you. I was just fixing myself breakfast. You can keep me company if you like. You must be glad your friend is safe. 
glad doesn't come near it. All this, it's kind of brought it home to me. What would I do without him? I think there are others you could also depend on. Are you volunteering your services? <laughs> uh, my caution makes me clumsy. But yes, when all this is over, I'd like to see you again. I'd like to see you too. I could show you the sights of Kirov, of which there are at least two. <laughs> Maybe you could show me your home. My home? If they could see me now. They say everyone remembers where they were when Kennedy was shot, and where was I? In the Soviet Space Center, under siege from a pack of dogs. What do you mean, everyone remembers? I mean, everyone will remember. Because it's, it's one of those moments when you suddenly realize just how fragile life is. If a president can be shot down in, in the street in broad daylight, how can any of us ever feel safe ever again? You find someone, you hold them close, and life goes on. For a clumsy guy, you have a knack of saying the right thing. I should get back. General Leonov will think I've fallen asleep at my post. Sleep? That would be a fine thing. I've had about three hours in the last three days. <laughs> well, there's some knockout gas in the medical bay if you're desperate. <laughs> yes. What did you say? Altitude 100 kilometers. 99.5. Velocity 29,000 kilometers per hour. Please confirm trajectory. Minus two degrees. Committed to re-entry corridor. No turning back now. Good luck to you both. We might need it. External temperature increasing. We've entered the Earth's atmosphere. Velocity 28,000? 27? Time we strapped ourselves in? Things might get a little bumpy. We have you on radar. Dead on course. Well, that's not a very comforting expression right now. Hold on, you'll be home and dry soon enough. Baikonur Control calling re-entry capsule. Please respond. Cosmonaut Kalashnikov, please respond. Please respond. What's happening? They've just commenced re-entry. So why aren't they answering? An ionization blackout. Don't worry, we should regain contact when the parachute deploys, when their problems really begin. General, Dr. Pushkin has a suggestion how we might be able to get out of here. Go on. We still have power, and we're still breathing because of the air conditioning system, right? You're not suggesting we try to escape through the ventilation ducts? No. What I'm suggesting is we pump sleeping gas through the air conditioning system to knock all the animals out. What about us? Won't we be knocked out too? No. There are some spacesuits in Research Area 4 with a prototype lunar landing capsule. They have their own oxygen supply. It's an idea. And if we used enough gas in sufficient concentration, we could put the animals to sleep permanently. Now, sir, there aren't enough spacesuits for everyone in the building. A lethal amount for the animals would be lethal for them too. You only have to knock them out. You don't have to kill them. Yes. You're right. 
Once they're out cold, we can just shoot them where they lie. All the monkeys are now armed. We are, Comrade Laika. Then it is time we went on the attack. Comrades! This world is ours for the taking. And we will take it by tooth and by claw, by sweat and by the blood of our enemies! Yeah! Do not kill the defenseless. We shall use them to give the rest of us mind and voice. But to those who would kill us, those who have captured and tortured us, we will show no mercy. Vengeance will be absolute. In the name of animal kind! Let the natural order be restored. Oh, remind me again why I suggested this? Here. Because we don't have any choice. Good point. Okay. Here it goes. Shouldn't be long till it has an effect. You've started pumping the gas. Yes, sir. Not before time. It looks like the animals are moving to attack. This is it, my comrades. That door is all that stands between us and the humans. Monkeys, proceed through the air vents and force it open from the inside. Yes, yes comrade Laika. What is the matter with them? They say they are feeling sick. They say their heads hurt. Gas. The humans must be using gas. I can't smell anything. We must move outside, my comrades. Outside, quickly. It's too late. I can barely stay awake. Then I will carry you, my comrade. We shall continue this fight together, you and I. You okay in there? I can breathe, which is the main thing. General Leonard? Yes? What is it? The gas. It's working. The animals are collapsing, but it's starting to affect us up here, sir. Hold on. I'll be with you in a few minutes with some oxygen. You can turn off the gas now. It's done its work. Yes, sir. Sergeant Karakin. Take Dr. Pushkin to rendezvous with the re-entry capsule. Very good, sir. Come on, Christina. We can get out through the quarantine area. Easier said than done inside this thing. What happened? The deceleration G-force. Knocked us both out. Parachute deployed, altitude 500 meters. 490. Yes, soon be back on solid ground. The solid ground that's currently rushing up to meet us. Laikar Control calling re-entry capsule. Laikar Control. Receiving you. We should be landing in just over a minute. We have your location on radar. Sergeant Kurakin and Dr. Pushkin are already on their way to meet you. You managed to get out of mission control. What about Laika and her followers? Thing you can say for those spacesuits. At least they keep out the cold. Uh, give the engine a few minutes. We'll warm up soon enough. Oh, you're sure the animals are all still alive? Uh, for the time being. I don't know why you're so concerned about them. They're only animals. It's that attitude that kind of got us into this trouble in the first place. We 
Watch out! Whoa! Who's that? What's that like her? I don't know. It, it's too dark. He was moving too quickly. Sergeant Leonid, do you read me? Over. Yeah, I read you, sir. We made it outside and are now proceeding down Sovetskoy Army. Over. Excellent. The re-entry capsule has just come to ground at coordinates 45-3 by 63-3. Over. Heading there now, sir. Out. Looks like they had a rough landing. But they're okay. They have to be. Sergeant Kirakin calling capsule. Approaching you now. Over. Ah, there you are. We were starting to wonder where you'd got to. Doctor, you're all right. <laughs> well, to coin a phrase, we did come down to Earth with a bump, but we're still in one piece, aren't we, Larissa? Yes. Must be our lucky day. Larissa Petrov, I am placing you under arrest as an enemy of the Soviet Union. That can wait until we're back in the warm. We've had rather a long journey. I've just recovered the doctor and Miss Petrov, sir. Over. Good work, Sergeant. Take them to the residential block and have Miss Petrov locked in a storage room. Over. A pleasure, sir. Out. Calling General Leonov! Yes? What is it? Over. Number two missile silo, sir! The dog Lyka! It's got inside! Over! How the hell did it do that? Not sure! There's a monkey within it! Missile silo, respond! 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 Now you put all the animals to sleep with knockout gas? We didn't have much choice, Doctor. It was either us or them. But they're still alive. That's the main thing. Sergeant Kurakin, do you read? Over. I hear you, sir. Over. I need you to head to number two missile silo at once. Over. Yes, sir. But what for? Over. That dog Lyka has broken in, killing the guards on duty. Heaven knows what she's trying to do. Over. On my way, sir. Out. Sergeant! What exactly is in this missile silo? A half a dozen Voskhod 3KV ICBMs. Is mission control on the way? Can you drop us off? It is. We're nearly there. But don't you want to come with me? I'll join you just as soon as I can. There are others who need saving first. I'll need Larissa's help. If you insist. I clearly have no say in the matter. Doctor, I'll go with Leonid. Are you sure? I'm the only one that Lyka listens to. She won't hurt me. Uh, very well. Try not to harm her, if at all possible. This is as close as we get. Thank you, Sergeant. Good luck. And you, Doctor. Bye. What do you think the Doctor meant, others who need saving? How am I supposed to know? You just concentrate on driving. The food store, Doctor. What exactly are we doing here? Keeping a bargain I made with the probe making sure no more innocent creatures are killed. It might help if you told me what you're looking for. Meat. Fresh, raw meat. Over here. Uh, beef, lamb, pork chops. What do you want them for? Like as followers. They may have been augmented with extra intelligence, but I doubt they can resist the prospect of a free lunch. So you're going to feed them? Not quite. I'm going to appeal to their baser instincts. There she is! Up on the rocket access gantry! 
Laika! Yes, but what's she doing up there? Nothing good. I guess we can be sure of that. The warhead is armed. It is, Comrade Laika. Then begin the countdown. Fifteen minutes will give us time to get out of range of the explosion. Yes, Comrade. Fifteen minutes to detonation. Doctor! They're waking up! The effects of the gas must be wearing off. But they're still groggy, luckily for us. Are you ready with the meat? As I'll ever be. Okay. We have to make a trail to one of the jeeps. Then we'll drive, dragging a couple of lamb chops behind us, like a couple of pie pipers. You realise this idea is utterly ludicrous and cannot possibly work? Miss Petrov, those are my favourite kinds of ideas. That's enough, Laika. Don't move or I'll shoot. You're too late, human. Far too late. We're not here to hurt you. We're here to help you. Just tell us what you want. What I want is justice for myself and my comrades. Justice? To make sure that no others suffer as I have suffered. To end the work that is done here. The experimentation. The creation of weapons like these. Warheads? You're going to set up one of the nuclear warheads. The entire town will be incinerated in a ball of radioactive fire. Humankind will die by its own hand. Laika, you don't have to do this. I'm sorry you will die, Christina, but at least it will be instantaneous. It's not going to happen. Move away from the controls. I don't want to have to shoot you, but I will if you don't move away. Oh, human. You think I came here alone? Kozlov, fire! Yes, comrade. Leonid! You killed him! We showed him mercy. He did not feel any pain. He didn't deserve to die! I should think I pitied you. You should have been left for dead in that rocket! Shall I execute the female too, comrade Laika? No. She'll be joining him soon enough. Now it is time we were gone. We will leave the female to grieve for her mate. You're not going anywhere, Laika. You! The one who placed me in the rocket! The one who condemned me to death! What else are dumb animals good for? You left me alone and afraid! You left me in pain! Tortured me! Me and countless of my comrades! Your comrades? Remember me, General? <laughs> A rhesus monkey with the voice of Captain Kozlov. Not just his voice, his gun, too. My leg! My leg! <laughs> Not so brave now, General. Now that you are a defenseless creature, how does it feel? To stare death in the face. No. Keep back. Keep back. Like a stop! Christina, get my gun. Shoot her! I can't reach it! It fell off the gantry! No! Laika! Please! Please! I beg you! No mercy to humans! Are we going? Not far from where we discovered Miss Cherlin and Dr. Pushkin and Dr. Kalashnikov. Remember them? Of course. 
I'm not likely to forget. Preying on your conscience, are they? Now watch what you're doing. The meat won't leave a scent if it doesn't make contact with the ground. We've nearly run out. And they've nearly caught us up. Which is just as well, because here we are. Why here? There's nothing here apart from a little wooden hut. Four minutes. Three minutes, fifty-five. There must be some way of stopping this thing. What? Perry, are you all right? Doctor, you're too late! Oh, what do you mean? What happened? Leonid, Laika had him killed. Then she attacked the general and they fell. I'm very sorry. But before she died, she sent the warhead to explode. What? Hold on, I'll just jump. Over to you. Neat trick, by the way, materializing the tortoise in midair. Well, would you rather I spend five minutes climbing a ladder? Now, let's see. Can you stop the countdown? No, it's been quadratic locked. Laika must have been a mathematical genius. So what do we do? Oh, another neat trick. Back to the TARDIS. You're not expecting me to jump over there. Well, it's only a couple of feet. Uh, across, yes, but it's a long way down. What have you got in there, by the way? Oh, I wouldn't worry. They're all very well fed. Now, are you going to jump or not? All right, I'm jumping, I'm jumping. <sighs> Maybe next time you could land it a bit closer, that's all? One, two... <clears throat> All the animals from the Cosmodrome. You brought them in here. Evidently. Call me Noah. I should warn you, there might be a little cleaning up to do afterwards. But why? What have you done it for? Yes, I'd quite like to know the answer to that too. You'll see, but first, there's the small matter of this nuclear warhead to deal with. What are you doing? Materializing us around the warhead itself. Ugh. It is now in one of the TARDIS storerooms. So when it blows up, it'll blow up in here? Yeah, it shouldn't come to that. I've placed it in a time dilation field to slow the countdown. Right. So we can eject it once we're in space? That is one option, yes. I have a better idea. One of the lower levels of the American moon base. The what? And what's that? A black hole. The cause of all our problems. That's a black hole? It's a bit small, isn't it? Big enough. Now, if you'll excuse me for a moment... Doctor! Where did he go? I've brought all the animals that were affected by Lyca with me. If they remain on Earth, they will be destroyed. Not as a result of human cruelty, but your interference. It's time you took responsibility for your actions. Your presence nearly caused the extinction of life on Earth. Leave now. Take those whose lives you have changed with you. Take them to those who sent you. And give them a new life. 
they're all walking into the black hole. It's swallowing them up. So that's why the doctor brought them here. Uh, uh, did somebody mention my name? Doctor, what's going on here? What did you do? I have persuaded our Stygian friend here to leave, taking these poor animals with it. <laughs> Along with these two scamps, Jolka and Mushka, off you go. So you convinced it that humanity was worth saving? Not me. It's been monitoring events on Earth over the past few hours. Those events have given it some pause for thought. The Kennedy assassination? Mm. The whole world united in grief and compassion. And it saw you, Miss Petrov, risking your life to prevent a nuclear war. Just doing my job, Doctor. Where exactly is this alien probe going? Back to its world of origin. Whereabouts unknown. Why? I wonder if it has room for one more passenger. I don't much fancy facing a KGB execution squad. Goodbye, Doctor! But Larissa, no! She's gone. Yes. But she's not alone in there. She has the crew of this moon base and a hundred odd animals to keep her company. It's disappeared. Like it just shrank away to nothing. Voyaging through strange seas of thought. Uh, come on, Perry. We have a nuclear warhead to dispose of. You're dematerializing, leaving the warhead in the moon base. Well, do you remember reading in your history books about an American base on the moon in 1963? No. Exactly. But if it it's already done. Watch. But won't the Americans blame the Soviets for blowing it up? I don't see how. Out here on the far side of the moon, they won't even have detected the explosion. But when they send another rocket to the far side of the moon? All they'll see is one more crater amongst thousands. The result of a random meteorite impact. So, no one will ever set foot on the moon again until Neil Armstrong in 1969? Yes. Do you know, Perry? I've always meant to go and watch. So now we know the truth. The moon landing was faked. Faked? Not at all. Neil Armstrong really did walk on the moon. Yes, but he wasn't the first. We know there have been dozens of people there before him, enough to build a whole moon base. But the world doesn't know that. So this is really just a big publicity stunt for the benefit of the rest of mankind? Well, not just mankind, no. It's a message to the rest of the universe. After all, you never know who might be listening.
Doctor Who. 1963. The Assassination Games. Needlessly melodramatic name. Something the matter, Gilmore? Oh, um, um nothing, nothing, Sir Jeremy. Come along, man, spit it out. If you really want to know, sir, everything. Mutually assured destruction is a powerful threat, but that's its very problem. No one truly believes another country will voluntarily take an action leading to its own inevitable destruction. But an action it will survive. Well, that's a different matter. If nothing else, it's a huge leap of technology. Well. I am a minor-level genius. T-minus five minutes. I might be able to get around it, but it'll take time. Even then, it's not certain. Use this. What is it? One of the doctor's gizmos. That'll distract the system. If you say so. And it appears to work. Wicked. T-minus two minutes. You're going to kill millions. I, I don't want people to die. What did you think your missile does? Smack the enemy on the bottom and issue a stern reprimand? T-minus one minute. You've got me here. I think I deserve some answers. Why don't you tell me what's going on? You know, Group Captain? T-minus 30 seconds. I've absolutely no idea. Mess with us and the flames of heaven will rain down upon you. Hence the missile's name. I've taken the fires of the gods themselves. You're a modern Prometheus. Quiet. I just blow things up. Though I'd prefer it if you didn't feel the urge to blow up a nuclear missile. T-minus 10. Who are you? No one of consequence. Whoever you are, you are out of your depths. You're a dead man. You might very well think that. I couldn't possibly comment. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. I think you'll find that's victory. Thanks for playing. Better luck next time.